Section 12 of The Training of a Forester by Gifford Pinchot. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Private Forestry. As yet, the practice of forestry by private owners, except for fire protection, has made but little progress in the United States, although without a doubt it will be wisely extended during the next ten or fifteen years. The concentration of timberland ownership in the United States has put a few men in control of vast areas of forest. Many of them are anxious to prevent forest destruction, so far as that may be practicable without interfering with their profits, and for that purpose foresters are beginning to be employed. Until now the principal tasks of foresters employed by lumbermen have been the measurement of the amount of lumber in the standing crop of trees, and the protection of forest lands from fire. Here and there the practice of a certain amount of forestry has been added, but this part of the work of the private forester employed by lumbermen has not been important. It is likely, however, to increase with some rapidity before long. In the meantime, the private forester must usually be willing to accept a good many limitations on the technical side of his work. It is essential for the forester thus employed to have or promptly to acquire a knowledge of practical lumbering, that is, of logging, milling, and markets, and for the forest student who expects to enter this work to give special attention to these subjects. Already about 170 graduates of forest schools are in private employ, a considerable proportion of which number are employed by large lumbermen. The time is undoubtedly coming, and I hope it may come soon, when forest destruction will be legally recognized as hostile to the public welfare, and when lumbermen will be compelled by law to handle their forests so as to ensure the reproduction of them under reasonable conditions and within a reasonable time. The idea is neither tyrannical nor new. In democratic Switzerland, private owners of timberland are restrained by law from destroying the forests upon which the welfare of that mountain region so largely depends and if they disobey, their forest lands are replanted by the government at the owner's expense. Another opening for foresters in the employ of lumbermen is through the Forest Fire Protective Associations. Of these, two stand out most conspicuously at the present time. One, the Northwestern Conservation and Forestry Association, the other, the Oregon Forest Fire Association. Each has as its executive officer a trained forester whose knowledge of the woods not only makes him exceedingly useful to his employers, but also, when combined with the forester's point of view, enables him to be of great value in protecting the general interest in the forest. The object and methods of one of the associations is described by its secretary as follows. A field hitherto narrow but continually broadening, and offering much opportunity for those with peculiar qualifications, is the management of the cooperative forest work carried on by timber owners in many localities, often jointly with state and government. This movement originated in the Pacific Northwest, where it still has the highest development, but is extending to the Lake States, New England, and Canada. As a rule, the primary object of these cooperative associations is fire prevention, and their local managers must have demonstrated ability to organize effective patrol systems, build telephone lines, apply every ingenuity to supplying and equipping their forces, and above all, to handle men in emergencies. But in most cases, the association of forest owners to this end has led also to progress in many other matters inseparable from improvement, such as study of reforestation possibilities, forest legislation, educating lumbermen and public in forest preservation, 
and the extension of cooperation in all these as well as in fire prevention from private to state and federal agencies the development of such activities is already employing several highly paid men who can command the confidence not only of forest owners but also of the public and of public officials advisers in legislative as well as technical forestry matters and particularly proficient in all that pertains to forest protection their usefulness lies as much outside their own association as within them and to be successful they must be skillful organizers and campaigners it is these men who have developed to its highest extent the adaptation to forestry propaganda of modern publicity and advertising methods as a rule however these may be described as graduate positions filled by men of experience and acquaintance with the several agencies involved rather than by newly fledged foresters a practical knowledge of protection problems is essential forestry associations offer a different but often a most fascinating field of work for the trained forester there are at present thirty-nine such associations the work which they offer has much in common with the duties of a state forester fish and game associations are beginning to employ foresters realizing that the wise handling of the forests may well go hand in hand with the care of the game and fish which the forest shelters and protects eventually nearly all such associations which control any considerable body of land in timbered regions may be expected to utilize the services of trained foresters of their own in addition to the work for lumbermen and for associations of various kinds land owners in considerable variety have begun to employ foresters among these are coal and coke companies iron companies wood pulp and paper companies which are beginning to look after their supply of timber powder arms and ammunition companies hydraulic and water companies a great corporation engaged in the manufacture of matches and a number of railroads including the delaware and hudson the illinois central and the pennsylvania in addition to the need for cross ties railroads are among the largest consumers of lumber the foresters who work for them are largely occupied with growing the wood supplies which the railroads need and nursery practice often occupies a very large share of their attention end of section twelve